Hey guys, it's Heather and Jeremy here with the Junto podcast. And tonight's episode uh, is leading us into the one year anniversary. Yeah, special of, episode. Yes, a special episode. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the. We're going to talk about the Kabul airport suicide bombing. Talk about uh, our nephew Taylor, his life. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, we're approaching that year mark, uh, and tomorrow actually is right, the tomorrow. one year anniversary. Uh, in fact, the day that this airs, uh, hopefully, if we can get everything done, but the day that this airs will be the one year anniversary of the. Uh, well, of the incident that, that impacted us strongly, 2021 was a crazy year for us, and we wanted to really just have uh, this episode to really honor Taylor and, and tell people who he was. You know, if you follow this podcast, you know that typically we talk about things of leadership and faith and uh, all of those things, and really Taylor exhibited all of those things. That's that's why I think it's so fitting that we do talk about it. But we we just wanted to really dedicate some time so that you could get a picture of who Taylor was, and really yeah. uh, really just honor him. It's going to be an emotional time for the families uh, of all the thirteen we know, and even on social media, you know. As as I was scrolling today, one of, and that's one of the things you and I were talking about is that people are still talking about this like yeah, crazy. There's still a buzz about it for sure. People honoring the 13 all over the country um, and nationwide. Really, it's it's not just a, a national event. Um, but yeah, in the last days of the U.S. military presence, for those that may have been living under a rock and don't know what we're talking about. Uh, in Afghanistan, a suicide bomber set off a blast at the Kabul airport, killed an estimated 170 Afghans and 13 of our U.S. Uh, service men and women. And one of those uh, was our nephew, Taylor Hoover, uh, Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover. We, we called him Taylor. He was Tay. I always called him Tay. Um, and he was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, God, can you believe that it's been a year? No, it seems like it's, it's yesterday. That's what's crazy. And, you know, uh, when, when preparing for this, we just said we just want to have a candid conversation uh, about this incident uh, and, you know, how, how we were impacted by that. But, yeah, August the 26th, crazy, crazy night. Why don't you tell them, you know— do you want to talk about the call and how everything went down or? Yeah, I can. Um, you know, I don't know what time it was in the middle of the night. I don't know if we were just laying down or had drifted off, but it was definitely about 10 o'clock. Yeah, probably. it was about 10, getting ready for bed. Um, but my other nephew, my niece's husband, um, Thomas, uh, looked down and he was calling me and my heart just sank, you know, cause we all knew that Taylor was deployed, that he was gone. We knew he was, uh, before he made it to Afghanistan, we knew that he was actually on a ship and he was sailing. Um, I'm not exactly sure what, you know, we didn't get a whole lot of information cause a lot of the things he did were top secret and he couldn't let us know everything, all the details. Um, 
but I think a couple of days or the day before we heard he was safe. Uh, he had texted um, my sister and said, I'm safe, love you, Mom, you know. Uh, but when I looked down at my phone, I, we sat up in bed, Jeremy, you know, we were laying there, and I just knew my heart sank. And into the phone, I said, Thomas, what? You know, I, it's it's like I did. I wanted to, I wanted to hear what he had to say, but I didn't want to hear it because I knew, and I think you knew by my reaction. Definitely, hundred percent. Know. You know, because, uh, well, my gosh, you know, it's one of those things where you're so in shock, um, mm-hmm. and of course I knew, and then I could kind of hear Thomas through the phone. Yeah, then I could tell that he was shaken up. And, um, you know, it's hard to explain. It was surreal. It's hard to explain. Yeah, it's like it wasn't real life. It was, right. It was like, okay, is this? But it's like. Oh, we lost my mom. Well, we lost ago. your mom. Uh, yeah, we lost your mom. And then uh, I lost a nephew on my side of the family. Years before that. But it is, I felt like this was like one of the the biggest thing. So the thing about it is, you know, we knew the risk. Taylor would always tell us, like, yeah. we knew the risk, but we didn't, we couldn't comprehend it. Or we thought, you know, it's not going to happen to us, not our family, because, you know. Yeah. It's just, we're, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would encourage you, if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 28 uh, with Kelly, Taylor's mom, your sister, my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. And she kind of gives details about some of the some of the things that they were actually doing. But you know, as far as just Taylor and his life, you know, going back to that night is like it was just insane. Mm-hmm. And you know, every time Taylor would come in town, or your sister Kelly would tell us, you know, oh, Taylor's on a dangerous dangerous mission. I think right. it's one of those things where, like I said, you can take that information in. We always knew he was in danger all the time. It's whatever. crazy. Because he, you know, he was the top guy. I mean, he he wanted to be where, you know, he could use the skills that he trained for. And he's so brave, man. Uh, so courageous. And, you know, the just the aspect of that 13 service men and women, you know, 13 out yeah. of 13 that our nephew was one. Just the, the thought of that, even to this day, is still... that That's that's the thing that has been hard to grasp. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about odds and you're like, <laughs> you know, uh, it's like 13? Mm-hmm. You know, in the whole world, when you think about the spectrum of the world and how right. many people there are and... Right. Uh, one of the things I'll say, too, is, man, after, uh, you know, what Kelly told us about just what was going on there and then looking at the images and, mm-hmm. my gosh, it's just the crazy, crazy conditions that they were in. And then, like we said, Terrible. 13, 13 mm-hmm. people. And he happened to be one right. of those. And, you know, I think... Uh, the thing about, you know, going through something like that is, thank God we have our faith mm-hmm. to kind of help us go through it. It doesn't mean you still understand uh, right. everything, you know, but it's just it's just so hard to believe. 
It is. But, you know, you said something earlier because people are still talking about this. Like, mm-hmm. we're still getting messages. And talk, let's talk about the generosity, you know, oh, of people. Yeah. I mean, news reporters, uh, people, you know, contacting my sister and um, my nieces and just wanting to, to talk about Taylor and get his name out there. And uh, folks all over the country sending stuff to um, the funeral home because they've got that address right uh, here locally uh, for my sister. Uh, I mean, it's continued throughout the whole year and even still. Um, people who don't know my sister didn't know don't Taylor, know us. but they yeah. know the story and they know the sacrifice that was made not only by him, but the other 12 that were there and the service men and women who survived as well. I don't want to, you know, not talk about them either and the ones who've died in the past. I mean, you know, this is the difference for us, of course, is it was our nephew who we are, Tay, you know, our family hero. Um, and we're going to talk about some of that here in a little bit, just his life and growing up and, you know, uh, spending so much time with him and all the fun that we had, and uh, just to give everybody a picture of who he was, even outside of his heroism and military career. So, yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, it was always it was always exciting uh, because Taylor didn't live here where we are, but he when he would visit, it was always a big deal. Even when they were younger and. Uh, the whole movies that we would make, you know, we were talking Tons about of them. <laughs> how uh, I played The Rock one time. Well, and this is back when he was, I don't know, 9, 10, maybe <laughs> yeah, 11. Exactly. We were in our early 20s. Were we even in our 20s? I know we weren't married yet. Were we not married? I guess we weren't married. So, you know, you were in your early 20s. I was, you know, Yeah, she, 18, she was still 19. a teenager. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So, uh, but yeah, we, uh, Jeremy's always been into film and videos and editing and all that. So we've done it ever, you know, he always had a camcorder or something to film. Yeah. Whatever was the new age thing at that time. Uh, now they're dinosaurs. Um, but we would always make movies. Um, and when Taylor would come down with our brother, my brother, Brett. Because um, he was younger than us, and him and Taylor were only a year apart, so they were super close. Isn't that uh, wild? Like it is. he's uncle the uncle, but he's only nephew. a year apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so Taylor was, was always bigger. Oh yeah, <laughs> poor oh, Bert. Yeah. But no, we had a good time. Uh, I know one video we felt uh, Darren was Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, he just had that that rough and tough. Uh, he's always been tough. So uh, we gave him that character, and he liked Stone Cold. Yeah. Um, Brett was uh, the ABC, ABC kid. kid. Jeremy was the rock, and I yeah. was, I guess, the reporter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You you were given the live uh, yeah. commentary yeah. step yeah. by step, play by play, and that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And another time he was my bodyguard, Bruno. <laughs> Which and, uh, one? Uh, what movie? What was that one on? Where he was? You and Brett were you? You were still the Rock, and Brett was ABC Kid. But then uh, Taylor was my bodyguard okay. as the announcer, I guess, in That's the ring. Hilarious. And y'all were fighting, and he'd have to break y'all up. Right. And <laughs> keep me safe. He's always protecting me. 
So that's true. That was that was fun. Uh, yeah, those are those are memories and things you know that'll last a lifetime. And thank goodness, yeah. you know, thank goodness for those memories uh, and just the times that we had together. You know, I hope that that's that's really what it's all about. You know, in the end, uh, is those yeah. times and moments you make. I remember, you know. Play, just playing, you know, just being together when yeah, they were kids. Always. I was older, but yeah. I, I still felt like, you know, I'm the uncle. So I was well, a cool uncle. Well, they wanted to be with us. We were yeah, the, we were the yeah. cool ones. Sorry, Jared and everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, we were we would hang out and even just playing in the backyard, you know, mm-hmm. and just just things just like being that. Together. Yeah. But I do remember, I do remember at an early age, like he always wanted to be mm-hmm. a Marine. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I don't know if you remember, do you, we, God, they were down one time, and he was a little older then, I think, probably about 16, maybe, and we built the big paintball. Oh, yeah, the paintball. Paintball uh, fort. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Obstacles and stuff y'all could hide behind. Yeah. And I didn't play. Yeah. I watched. <laughs> this is Arkansas, so we want to paint the picture. You know, we're talking yeah. on three or four acres of land, and you're spread out. We're making bunkers, and it's like uh, six on yeah. six or whatever, and it, it got pretty hardcore. Yeah. Uh, I think Jason got shot in the face that day with yeah, a paintball and got some, mad. Yeah, there were some real uh, war-type feelings going on. Uh, you know, anytime they get together, somebody's going to get mad yeah, about something. That's funny. But yeah. that's that's just who Taylor was, and that's what we all did. And just normal people, you know, uh, hanging out, having a good time. Man, and, you know, it's just crazy to reflect back on all those times. And really, that's what we want to do is... Just we want you to get a picture uh, of Taylor's life. We know he had his own thing, uh, you know, at home in Utah. But when he was here with us, you know, when we were doing our thing, he loved the South. He absolutely loved the South. He loved being part of the South. and Because his our family was here. Well, yeah. You know, I don't know how much he, well, <laughs> yeah. How he much he, he loved us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he liked the mosquitoes. Oh, they well. tore him up. When <laughs> yeah, when but. when you're not used to living around mosquitoes, that's yeah. that's a whole nother. Oh uh, yeah, as a plague. Right, right. Uh, any other memories stand out to you on? Uh, you know, just uh, it's funny, just funny, quick witted. Always had uh, the comebacks, you know, and. <laughs> He would always make fun of me about, I don't know, everything, but it was, you know, it was always love, and uh, he'd give the best, tightest hugs, and all the little girls, all our little girls loved him so much, and uh, I think they were, like, starstruck when he came, because they were just, like, you know, shy, but, like, staring at him, and... That's kind of how we all viewed Taylor, you know, yeah. because we yeah. respected what he did so much. Right. And it's one thing to be in the military, but, you know, we knew that he was always like, mm-hmm. in dip- yeah, in in the dangerous, like mm-hmm. in the thick of it. And, yeah. you know, so because of that, you know, and now looking back, mm-hmm. I think we know why, you oh, know, yeah. that, that, that we viewed him the way that we did. So, yeah, crazy. I know. Um you know, he'd bring his guns, not all of them, uh, yeah. you know, but he'd bring some down when he came. And uh, one of the last times that they shot, you know, my dad's got in the country, so you can you can 
do your uh, target practice out there for the most part. For the most Still part. Still has neighbors. Uh, <laughs> and there were a couple, <laughs> man, they were shooting them things. And they, I'm talking well, ARs. These are, and yeah. these were. Well, these are automatics. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, they got some calls. Dad got a couple of calls. Said, "What are y'all World War Three out there?" I mean, it was, you know, and he just laugh at it. But that's he loved that. That was his life. So we wanted to be a part of that, and um, it's just really neat. Just he's just a neat, cool guy, the coolest ever. I mean, really. Yeah. Rode a motorcycle, you know. That's just, crazy. Just a cool guy. Really cool guy. Yeah, you know, it's uh, going back to like the Afghan stuff. Uh, you know, it's crazy because we talk about how Taylor was. But one of the things I wanted to talk about or mention is that, you know, when we think about these soldiers over there doing what they were doing, these Marines and servicemen and women, uh, man, I want you to know they weren't just there helping American people. No. Like they were there helping the Afghan people mm-hmm. too, and uh, Kelly even mentioned that on the episode when when she was on, and just that Taylor really had a desire to help, mm-hmm. you know, to help the Afghan people. And tell that yeah. it, that that cool story that family that's now living in the United States yeah. that Taylor helped. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is so crazy. Yeah. Think about that. Taylor is a world away, you know, have on the other side of the world, essentially, and yeah. helping those people. And and ironically enough, I don't know how it came to pass or how they... He moved to Utah, this Afghan this, refugee. Well, yeah, tell a story. Um, he recounts and tells a story of when he uh, met Taylor, said it was there at the gate that Saeed, is his name, saw Taylor. Oh, yeah, um, he was an interpreter or something. Mm-hmm, he yeah. was. He was taking names, checking notes and stuff. Uh, so he was helping uh, Americans. Uh, yeah. He was helping the soldiers. Wow. Um, so that was August 24th. So I guess he saw Taylor that day. That was the last day that he was in Afghanistan, so he was able to get out. Um, but then two days later is when the airport was attacked. Uh, and the service, uh, our service members were killed. But he said they saved us. They saved me. They saved my friends, he said. They saved more than 100,000. They did a great job. Um, And then another Afghan refugee family, uh, and I hope I say his name right, Kakai, I think I have the pronunciation. He was an air traffic controller, uh, and he says that Hoover and the rest of the Marines at the gate uh, he credits them for saving his family. Wow. Uh, he was able to shake hands with um, my sister uh, and uh, Taylor's dad, and um, when he finally met him in Utah, I said it was really emotional. That he says that you know Taylor saved crazy. his life. I mean, that's yeah. you know those aren't Americans. That's that's. Uh, the Afghan well, people. It's and, humanity, you know, and I, right, that's what right, we don't understand about right. the job that, that our servicemen and women do. You know, it's, of course, we're going to protect our people, but, you know, it's it's really about humanity and, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, you know, um, going back to that day and just the time that Taylor spent uh, in Afghanistan, um the day of the bombing at that time that it happened, he wasn't even supposed to be at the gate. Yes, I know. Um, Gosh. 
That's... He was an echo company, golf company was there. Uh, but Taylor was trying to help an interpreter that he knew uh, from one of his previous deployments. And he knew that if he didn't help him get him out, that, you know, they were going to kill him because wow. he was an interpreter. So, uh, you know, yeah. they were gunning for him. Uh, his lieutenant said that Taylor was out there on his own time all of the time. Uh, and Taylor said he saw his mom, his sisters, and his nieces in that crowd mm. and that they deserved to have a life. Wow. That's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, and then, golly, out there and, you know, one of the things we, we talked about is that, you know, it's hard to maintain your emotions when like a year after so much has come out, mm-hmm. you know, new development, new, development, new, new information. Mm-hmm. And right. some of that information, I'm going to tell you, man, it, 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 it hurts you to the core because you feel like there is so much that should have been done differently. And then... And that could have been then done. That could have been prevent. done differently. And yeah. and then you you start going down the road and, and right. saying, you know, well, you know, had they just done that, you know, right. or done this. And that hurts. That's hard, you know, because... And, and you get so mad. You get, get mad. You really get so mad. mad. And... Uh, but you know, just knowing what Taylor did to help mm-hmm. people, my gosh, you know, it's yeah. that he really did, you know, lay down his life in the service of others. And regardless of anything, we know that that is, my gosh, you know, that's yeah. that's really what we're called to do. But you know, I, I just encourage people, you know, keep these families in your prayers because it's mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Just so much turmoil and trauma. Even yeah. it's almost harder if uh, once you get this far removed, because now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. things are coming out, and you're just like, man. Well, it's more and more details and things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, his lieutenant Taylor's lieutenant told told him that even when he he was wounded, while he was wounded, he remained more concerned for his men than for himself. That he was giving up his own magazines that he had on his vest. Uh, wow, yeah. He was handing them to his men to keep them in the fight so that they could keep, you know, the rest of the Corps from losing any other, any guys, you know, or the Afghans losing any more of their lives. Um, but that's a, that's a, that's a true hero, you know. That's crazy, yeah. You know, he, even in that moment, being more concerned mm-hmm. for, for the welfare of other people. And, you know, I think the people that get it, they get it. Right. You know, yeah. and I'll yeah. say this, too. I didn't get it. I don't think I got it. And, you know... Until we were touched personally. Yeah. You know, you know? I've always been patriotic. Right. And I've always right. known that this is the greatest nation. Grateful for our military. Grateful. And men and women who... Yeah. Absolutely. But until you're... And I know people probably... I don't know. Maybe they don't. Uh, but, you know, you just don't get it till you get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not that we worship america or no no but it, it it's just such a special grateful sacrifice yeah we're grateful for for all that we enjoy and we know that we know ultimately that all all belongs to god mm-hmm. uh, we always approach everything from that perspective but you know you don't get it till you get it and it's been a little bit you know it's been a little bit eye-opening 
because sometimes you want people to understand. Mm-hmm. You want people yeah. to really get it. And sometimes you're like, man, they and just... And you think that they should automatically, like, you know the yeah, story. Why right. are you not, like, yeah, why yeah. is there not connecting what's going on? Exactly. Like, don't you understand that... Uh, you understand uh, the sacrifice that was for you. You, you live wanna... in this country. That sacrifice was for you, regardless yeah. of if you knew him or not, or any of the other servicemen and women who yeah. do it daily. You know, like... The sacrifice is for us as free Americans. Well, and then, you know, there's that other perspective of, well, you know, they didn't die for me. They died for the government or for whatever you want to say. But here's the thing that I know is I know the intention Mm -hmm. with which these men and women are going in. their bravery and their sacrifice. Exactly. Are they... they in government, are they uh, working and representing uh, our government? Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's the mindset and the heart, especially knowing Taylor and mm-hmm. knowing what he stood right, for exactly. and what his intentions right. were. That's why we pure heart. That's why we feel the way that we do about it, and that's yeah. why you know. Uh, to me, that's that's worth protecting, and it's yeah. worth talking about. It's worth keeping uh, Taylor's name alive about. And uh, it is what it is, you know, and you won't get it till you get it, right. you know, and that's just it. If you don't got it yet, then it's, we can, get it. you know what I'm saying? Never going to get it. Um, I got a message today. All right. Is it on? Okay. No, I was just going to say I got a message today, um, and I guess this soldier, uh, uh, this Marine, um, well, obviously he knew Taylor, and Taylor was his mentor. He just said that he was, you know, an amazing Marine and even better mentor to myself. No matter how much I messed up, he always had my back because he's believed in me even when I didn't believe in myself. Wow. Um, So to his guys, Taylor was, you know— a father figure. I went. <laughs> Do you want me to talk about grown ass men now? Is that a good yeah, you can segue? That, uh, or just pick up on your phone. No, I got a message today um, from one of Taylor's guys. I don't know which deployment or which uh, company he's with, but obviously Taylor was his mentor. He talks about. Um, and just wanted to share that Taylor was, well, he says a hell of a Marine, uh, but an even better mentor to me. He said even as much as, you know, I messed up, he always had my back. And um, so for him to share that with us, and it just, it, it gives us a glimpse of just, or more proof of what we already know of how Taylor is and who he was. Yeah. Um, and there's a story um that his guys tell about his number one rule and his mom and sisters knew this too. Um, and you'll have to excuse me because I'm going to say a cuss word a couple of times, but it's in light of the story. And it's to, to give you a picture of Taylor's heart and who, who he is. Um, he would always ask, what is my number one rule? That's the question to his Marines at least once a week. And you can ca- always count on it being asked on a Friday before the Marines were released for the weekend to go have their fun. Yeah. You can imagine. And always without fail, Taylor would point to one of the Marines in the formation and he would answer back, be a grown-ass man, Staff Sergeant. 
exactly, Taylor would reply. And with that, the Marines would go off and enjoy their weekend. Uh, but to some of the newbies, the new guys, sometimes he had to explain what that meant. Right. And so to one of them, he said, let me tell you, being a grown-ass man means that you will always look out for the Marines that you see around you because they will always look out for you. If you see someone that needs help, go over and ask them what you can do to help them That's out. That's right. If you need help with anything, you need to be mature enough to ask for help. Yeah. Being a grown-ass man means that if you make a mistake, you will own up to it, then work to correct it. It means that if you have to think twice about doing something, then you probably shouldn't do it. If you make a mistake, it's okay because no one's perfect. We will stand by you and still support you. But a grown-ass man learns from his, his mistakes. But understand this. You, as a grown-ass man, need to understand that there's no such thing as a mistake when it comes to morality. You are well aware of what the things like lying or stealing are wrong, and those are not, in fact, mistakes. Those are conscious decisions that you, as a grown-ass man, are not allowed to make. Does that make sense? Nice. So, yeah. uh that's just that's that's who Taylor was, and he, you know, uh, we, uh, my sister, uh, provided a, quite a few of us family members with a trip to California. We were going to Camp Pendleton. They were having a ceremony. Yeah. Um, for two one, two, one the Marines was coming two home. one, they yeah. were coming home. Yeah. And uh, his, but yeah. yes, his company. Right. Yeah. Right. So she, uh, gosh, she provided us this opportunity to go out there and meet those guys and every single one of them were you know taylor was a mentor he was a father figure he cared about us um we always knew we could count on him you know um they told countless stories and we're just there listening you know eating it all up because they that time that they had with him that we didn't have with him um but uh, a lot of you know he was well respected um when he was on that ship uh, with when he was on the ship with the Navy, a lot of the Navy soldiers were scared of him. Uh, so he was well respected, yeah, feared as well, yeah. Uh, but I think for sure it was, uh, you know, that fear was a respectable fear. Exactly. So. And he always did that. He always took care of his business. He took care of his mm-hmm. sisters, his mom. You know, and uh, yeah. I know they respected and loved him so much. That's why this this loss was so hard and still so unimaginable, even a year later. Um, when you think about it, and golly, you know, 2021 was just mm-hmm. nuts. It was a crazy Taylor year for our family, and your father passed my, just couple, two months yeah, later months after later. losing Taylor. And, uh, and then your uncle. My uncle, 26 days after my dad Your passed. Your dad's brother, yeah. yeah. It's just unbelievable. It was a lot. It was a lot. And so we're still we're still wrestling with all of that. But, uh, man, August 26th, tomorrow, I, I hope that this, in people's minds, this day should be, you know, as remembered as 9-11, you know. And, and that's why we're yeah. doing this is because, and you can say what you want. I'm not even concerned, but... but we're gonna we're gonna keep uh, Taylor's name alive, and we're working hard to uh, really establish something in his name. Uh, lots of events. If you followed the podcast, we got. I'm not gonna go into the details because we really just wanted this to be yeah. about Taylor. Well, our family set up a nonprofit in his name. That's right. Um, and the the main goal of that is to a keep his name alive, keep his name out there because he is a hero not only to us but he's a national. 
hero and worldwide. I mean, these Afghan refugees who are saying his name and praising him uh, for helping save their families. That's right. Um, but also to raise awareness for our uh, servicemen and women, um, our veterans. Um, my sister has big goals for this uh, nonprofit. Scholarships. Helping our veterans. Scholarships for students. That's not, it. Not based on their academics and ed- so much educational um, background, but their merits of um, volunteering in their community. That's um, right. And I'm showing courage courage uh, mm-hmm. and honor and so um once those applications start going out those will be the things that that's based on that that she will um choose those scholarships is based on their their life and uh their values yeah. um and so that's that's our main goal with this nonprofit. and the events that we're having um are to raise funds for those things that's uh, right. he taylor loved animals uh, especially dogs. He had two Rottweilers. Rottweilers, yeah. Uh, Zena and uh, Aries. Aries. Um, so he loves animals. So we're going to be helping animals, uh, you know, animal shelters and such, uh, veterans. Um, so lots of things coming up. This 5K lots. is just getting us kicked off, you know, getting started. But that 5K is coming up in two it, weeks. And no, we'll, next week. Oh, next, next week. Next weekend. Yeah. yeah. So we'll post that if you don't know about it we'll put the link to sergeant darren taylor hoover memorial.org uh, is the website that's where you can see any events that yeah. are upcoming you can register for the 5k there is a virtual run option mm-hmm. so if you live anywhere outside of arkansas you can do a virtual run and uh, we'll we'll send you a t-shirt there's more information about taylor there too and and we'll yeah. continue to update and uh keep everyone uh you know yeah. You know, something just popped in my mind. It's not even, you know, the first time I flew, I was, I think I was probably, well, gosh, 20, and I'd never flown before. Yeah. And Taylor, you know, Kelly, everybody was living in Utah. And I flew with your brother the very first time mm-hmm. I Y'all ever jump seated got with on a FedEx plane. When FedEx well, was jump seat, right? We didn't jump seat, but we oh. got reduced tickets oh, through okay. FedEx because we were working through yeah. FedEx. I think it was Southwest or something. Yeah. But, uh, the first time I ever flew, and I flew out to Kelly and ta- you know Taylor's yeah, house to visit them. And uh, gosh, if I was twenty, how old was he? They were golly. You were twenty. If you were twenty, I was only sixteen. And I got there before so y'all. I was maybe twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, I don't know. Then he, him, and Brett. Let's see. So they were probably ten, nine or ten. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's how far back. You know, my relationship goes, and of course, you're his aunt, so from birth, uh, you know, and I'm yeah. his uncle. We always you know. had a very special relationship, me and Taylor. I remember, I don't know how old I was, and I had this teddy bear for the longest time, but uh, I think he was maybe two. I don't yeah. even know, two or three. Um, but when they came to visit us, he brought me this little pink teddy bear. Oh, and I kept that thing for the longest. That's um, funny. And and then you know I don't know where it is, but it was special. We we had a special connection. He was, yeah, he was Matei. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Well, he's always you know, he's always going to live uh, live on in our hearts and in our lives and yep. in our world in and our kids' lives. That's it. That's it. And uh, you know, we take comfort in our faith, knowing that we'll we'll see him again. Yes, uh, this is not our permanent 
think dwelling place. So it. we're believers. So hey, we That's we right. have that peace, and uh, obviously everything we do uh, in this podcast uh, is filtered through the lens of faith and community and service and all of those things. So you know, what better way uh, to to honor? Uh, this podcast and to talk about my nephew who exhibited all of those things. Yeah. But yeah, man, such great memories. I think, I don't know why, I think it was, was it the 4th of July when we went, when we flew over there and I know. It was because we went we to did a parade. over there. Well, yes. there was this, oh my God, it was the best parade I think right. I've ever, there were no mosquitoes and, <laughs> yes. you know, it was in the middle of summer and we were like, we're, we're enjoying yeah. a parade outside That's in the middle Utah. of summer at night. At night, exactly. Yeah, and you could hear the fireworks bouncing off the mountains all oh around. Oh my gosh. It was epic, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was almost surreal seeing yeah. those mountains in the backdrop because when the fireworks would go off obviously it illuminates the sky yeah. and in the back you see these mountains and yeah. of course we're from the south right so there you we're know from, we, yeah we got we're some mountains flatlands we got some mountains in but Arkansas, not where we live but there's not, no mountains where yeah, we live. right and we have hills it's different kind of mountains too you know it's oh, yeah. like yeah 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 there's some there's some cool stuff here in arkansas but like the the mountains mountains yeah you know uh, yeah so great Great times, man. Mm-hmm. Crazy how life goes so fast. And the thing is, you never know. You just you just mm-hmm. never know what's going to happen. And it's um, it's still wild. It, it's just this scenario is like needle in a haystack, literally. When you th- mm-hmm. this whole just the thirteen thing, and yeah. and it's crazy uh, what we've what we've gotten to experience because of Taylor. Think about it. I mean, we. His funeral was in Arlington, which was amazing. Yeah, he and was to, laid to rest there in Arlington Cemetery. So, and to think huge that we honors that he's there, a national yeah. hero, you know, alongside yeah. man. What a! Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't, we would trade it, you oh, know. Of course, but any j- day, any day. Just to know that the honor that's bestowed mm-hmm. uh, upon him. Mm-hmm. And the others, you know. Yeah, and you know, to experience, you know, the day of his uh, funeral there in Washington, um, that was really overwhelming. And you know, leaving the um, the place where we had the service and driving to Arlington Cemetery, the whole way Gosh. there were people all along the road that because they knew they knew that this was happening. And that we were going to be in the, I don't know, what do you call it, a caravan or whatever. The support for yeah. miles and miles Huge and miles. Flags. flags. And, uh, it was just, and then them waving. Honking. And, and people were lined up. Like, they follow the news, I guess. Yeah. And they knew that uh, Taylor was going to be laid to rest that day. And we're yeah, in Washington. It was so emotional. It, so emotional. It really was. I remember, like, I think we both were balling. Oh, yeah. In that caravan on the way. And just... You know, you get overwhelmed with. In a way, it was it was comforting that that there were people there that realized the that they sacrifice. Cared. They that were they there. Cared. They took the time out of the because this is middle of the day. I mean, I don't yeah. know if people were work. I don't know, um, but they took the time to come and stand to watch us drive by in a vehicle because Man. of who Taylor was and what and the sacrifice. You know, because they got it. Yes, that he's a hero. And, you know, uh, to people that, that talk about people like us, because there's a lot of people that they think, oh, they just want, you know, God and country. 
Uh, well, hey, that's true, uh, but it's it's deeper than that. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's hard to explain if you don't get it. It's it's an overwhelming sense of gratitude. A for all that God has done in our lives, mm. but B, it's also uh, an understanding that the, you know there are some things that God gives us. In fact, the the idea of stewardship, and I'm gonna start preaching now. <laughs> The idea of stewardship is an understanding that, A, everything belongs to God, and we're we're here to just steward that. And I feel like when I think about this nation and our values and our morals and and have have we gotten everything right as a country? Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. But there's no country or people that ever have. Read the Bible. Mm -hmm. Everybody was jacked up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's deeper than that. It's like a overwhelming gratitude uh a bigger sense of you know it's it not not of self and that it's not about self right it's about the bigger picture and others before before self is yeah. i saying that right i don't even know if i'm saying that right but that's who taylor was others before self yeah always you know and if everybody has that mindset you know, yeah. imagine you know yeah so. it was crazy Man, Arlington uh, was was awesome. Uh, not, I mean, not in that way, but it it's just awesome in the sense of wow, you know, he he's he's there and he's a and hero. And they honored him. the way that the they honored. Honor, that's they it. took time and made a big deal out of the big deal that it was and who he was and, and what he did. Um, so that was awe-inspiring. That's it. Um, I would have rather not to have to ever go through it. And, right. You know. For sure. Because you hear about, you know, Arlington Cemetery, and it is a sacred place because of those who are, you know, those who... But, yeah, that's that's who Taylor was, man, from, you know, from beginning to end. Uh and that's more than anything what we wanted to do. We just wanted you to get to know the parts of Taylor uh, that we knew. We know that he, you know, was involved in his own stuff in Utah. But, you know, for us and, and who he was to us, man, was awesome. And I just wanted you guys to know, too, about the generosity of others. Camp Pendleton, like you said, all his guys, mm-hmm. the camaraderie, that's another thing. Yeah. You know, being around that group of young they men. They were like family to it, you know. It is. And it's, if you've never experienced that, it is It is something to behold. It's mm-hmm. There was a, a deep, deep sense of community and brotherhood. And I had never really experienced anything like that. So mm-hmm. that that was amazing to witness. And this whole thing has just... Uh, really brought things into perspective. You know, always remember what's important. Mm-hmm. Hug your loved ones. Keep your family close. Yeah, that's it. Any final thoughts? Anything else you wanted to 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 for for people to know about Taylor? I guess that's really what this is all about. Just for them to get to know Taylor. Yeah. No. Um. He he did his part. <laughs> you know, he did above and beyond, and um sacrificed all uh for others um you know gave his all for others and you know he knew the risk you know and uh 
he did what he loved and helping people was it. Um, and so if we can all glean a little bit and uh, learn to serve each other. That's it. You know. Um, yes. Because we're all brothers and sisters, so. That's it. You know, we are our brother's keepers, so. Yep. So on uh, August 26th or the days coming, you might not see this or hear this till till later on, but uh, if you do, we want you to, to keep this day uh, close to your heart. Uh, certainly keep the families uh, close to your heart. You know, there's, man, the families are still grieving. They're still... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much grief. uh, And there's been, gosh, tragedies even in in some of the other families who who lost loved ones over there. And it's just, man, it's a very, very hard thing. So keep the families, uh, specifically the parents, too, and siblings Mm -hmm. uh, in your prayers because I know know they're hurting. And, you know, one thing about uh, their servicemen and women, I know that they're always heroes in their eyes, you know, so it's, uh, I know it hurts, but we hope you've gotten to know a little bit more about Taylor and his life. Uh, tune in to the next episode of the Junto Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed learning about this, what we, what we know about Taylor, who he was, the life that he lived, and the sacrifice that he made. So all around, Tay was the man. And be a grown-ass man. <laughs> exactly. Or what, a woman. What she said. What she said. Sorry. Be blessed, guys. We'll see you soon. <laughs>